faithful welcome back to another episode of move the chains this is a number one seed clinched episode of, of moves the chain that's the big news of course coming out of uh the games from last weekend uh thank you arizona for beating the eagles and thank you thank you for uh the refs and uh, dallas beating detroit so that officially had us the number one seed we'll get into that and what all that what that all means but Man, it feels good. This is a like kind of like a late Christmas present. We officially have home field advantage. There's no flying until, of course, we go to Vegas. So, Alex, what's up, man? What, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm loving it, man. Like you said, we're going to be at home, especially this week. Uh, last game against the L.A. Rams, we'll be at home, and we hopefully don't leave until we have to go to Las Vegas uh, for Super Bowl. Is it Super Bowl 58? I think it's 58. 58, yeah. Goodness. So that, that that would be just over a month, about a month and a week. So, yeah, that's uh, it's huge. You know, number one seed, a uh, little tidbit that I had no idea. Actually, I, I never bothered to look up, you know, the frequency of or the record. This is an NFL record. This is the 10th time that the 49ers are the number one seed. And, of course, this matters more now because only the number one seed gets a bye week, right? In years past, you used to have the number two seed also have the also get a bye week, but no, of course, there's only one. Having that, you know, setup where you're at home, in essence, it's win one game at home and you're in the championship game. You know, yeah, um, true. Like, and we've had we've had a good history in recent years of getting to at least the championship game, but um, you know, being at home, not having to fly, not having to travel, not having to deal with Philadelphia and their fans, you know, that kind of thing, which is going to be huge. Um, Sorry, I have to go to Detroit. Uh, are they domed out there? Detroit does have a dome, yeah. yeah okay. Still cold. Yeah, still, still cold. Still cold. cold. <laughs> you know, having to get on a plane and then fly, right? That's You never want to yeah. have to do that. But, but yeah, I was going to say, the 49ers set a record. This is the 10th time that they're the number one seed. And, uh, of course, you know, I believe, I want to say now, seven of those were from 1981 to 1997. Let's see, yeah, 81, 84. 87, 89, 90, 92, and 97. 94, 97. And then what, 2011? I think we're number one seed, or? Yeah, right, 2011? 2011, we were number two. The oh, Packers so it was won. 2019. Yeah, 2019, where we were number one. Oh, so Harbaugh oh, yeah, never got to a number one seed. Yeah, so this is only the second time. Harbaugh never got to number one seed, no, huh? Who was we above never, us? We were we were we were two seed twice. I'm, we I'm were assuming. two seed twice. We were behind Green Bay, who was fifteen and one. Gotcha. Twenty eleven, we were thirteen and three, and then in twenty twelve, honestly, honestly, we were kind of lucky uh, to be the number two seed because going into that game, we were uh, week seventeen. Minnesota and Green Bay were playing a game, and uh, Green Bay was eleven and four. If they won, they would have been twelve and four, and we would have been eleven four and one because of that fucking tie. Yeah, we had to the Rams and that loss we had 
where Kaepernick threw the game away. But never mind. I'll, we'll, we won't get into that. Uh, so yeah, we got lucky. Adrian Peterson ran for two thousand yards that 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 year. He got over the the two thousand yard mark, and they they upset the Packers. Otherwise, that game where where Kaepernick ran over the Packers, the first one, not the not the, the one that was in Candlestick, that game was taking place in Lambeau Field, and who knows if we went over there at, at that point. Uh, but yeah, I said, so yeah, yeah. I, okay, I gotta say that that's amazing that they did it eight times from nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety seven. That is just unreal. I, I hate the fact that the Patriots get, you know, the media just absolutely loves to blow them for what they accomplished, which they they did great things, right? But to pretend that it was unprecedented, no. You know, the Niners had a two-decade run of their own, right? Five Super yeah. Bowl wins, you know, eight number one seeds. I mean, how many championship games at home? In arguably a tougher conference because the AFC was kind of a joke this last decade. You know, they, the Patriots always had a number, a second round by, in my opinion. But anyways, we're not here to talk about the Patriots. <laughs> you know, number one seed again. And uh, the 49ers, you know, of course, we're, we're primed and loaded. Kyle was in one of the videos, I think he was speaking to the locker room, and he mentioned to the team that Brock Purdy has surpassed and uh, leading the franchise in a single season uh, passing yards record, which is uh, 4,000. Well, the record was with... Jeff Garcia, which he said back in 2000, record was yeah. 4,278 yards. Purdy just passed it at 4,280 yards. Yeah. So he holds that record. He does have uh, – he did finish the season with 31 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Yeah, so let me add to that, Alex. So, yeah, Garcia, right? That's, that's a fun trivia question. People probably assume that, oh, it was Young or Montana who might have had the record. Teams, oh, yeah. didn't throw, teams didn't <laughs> throw the ball like that back when, right? No. I mean, Montana stats, you, you almost it's almost like what I mean to say is you, you don't even bother comparing, right? Yeah. You, you don't bother comparing. It's, it's a different era, different. But anyway, so Garcia, yeah, I remember that year vividly. 4,278 yards. That was his first season as starter. <laughs> Ironically enough, here's the stat line. Uh, Purdy finished with 4,280 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 picks. Garcia had 4,278, 31 touchdowns, and 10 picks. Now, before people think that that's a knock on Purdy, it's not. It's actually a compliment. The 2049ers were very good on offense, very bad on defense. So we were constantly behind. Garcia kind of, that's when he earned that reputation of, you know, the kind of the comeback, you know, always leading comebacks or, or, or getting damn near close to. Uh, winning <laughs> games that we shouldn't have won, right? Yeah. Him and Owens, he still had Jerry Rice that year. But I just thought, I, I wanted to point that out, how they had almost identical stat lines. Uh, but, of course, Purdy's, uh, what sets him apart is his efficiency. Right? He had 100 fewer passing attempts. You know, his yards per attempt were much higher. His completion percentage was much higher. So that's a, a cool stat. And congratulations, new single-season passing yardage leader, Brock Purdy. Yeah, definitely. It's funny how you mentioned that when uh, other fans or, you know, non 49 fans think of the passing leaders in this franchise, they would automatically think of Joe Montana right. and Steve Young, right? But, yeah, different different era. And, and I guess what you were trying to explain is that you do with what you – you do what you can with what you have. And at that time, it was just different. So it was a different way of winning. It wasn't required, you know, to pass so many times. The NFL was a tough – tough sport passing was the second option your first option was run the ball that's that's absolutely correct and then i want to point out 
our school positions uh, with the 4,280 yards, you know, the 31 touchdowns, the 11 interceptions. The majority of that was going to was going to, of course, our number one receiver, Brandon Ayuk. He has over 1,300 yards and he's going to be finishing with seven touchdowns. I'm pretty sure he's playing, so he may, you know, he, he may uh, 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 tack on some extra yardage and some extra touchdowns. Kittle, over 1,000 yards, which I think he's been doing it, I mean, what, every season except for two? I, see, I think there was three. one or two where he was a little nicked up. But. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, he's been, he's been hitting 1,000 yards. You know, he kind of does it quietly, too. He's gonna, he does do it very quietly. Here, you yeah. know, like a lot of people, I know we live in a fantasy world, right? People are always about fantasy points. But he kind of does his work quietly. Everyone's like, oh, they don't throw in the ball enough. Yeah. And the NFL, uh, a, a decade ago, you'd be happy if your tight end got 900 yards. So for him surpassing 1,000, that's great. Six touchdowns for Kittle. Uh, Debo, 871 receiving yards, seven touchdowns. Uh, five touchdowns are rushing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, for that 12 total touchdowns. Yeah, right. and uh, yeah, I mean, 871 yards. I, I believe he is playing. Um, you know, 129 yards. That's obviously you have no idea how uh, what the plan is for for this Sunday against the Rams. But hey, for him for him to be able to get a get a thousand as well, you know, a thousand yards receiving, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool, man. He does have 214 yards uh, rushing as well. Rushing. So. Yep. Yep, yep. So he 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 does have over a thousand all purpose, but we want to see that receiving. I think that kind of completes the whole puzzle. Uh, Chris McCaffrey receiving yards five hundred and fifty for the season, seven touchdowns. Uh, he does have fourteen rushing touchdowns. So we're talking about a total of twenty one touchdowns. I believe he is out this game. So yeah, um, I know Eli Mitchell. Yeah, e- Eli Mitchell. He's he's uh, been, he's not been practicing due to illness. Uh, hopefully he he plays this Sunday. Uh, I'd love to see him. If not, who is it? Jordan Mason and Mickles. I think there's a uh, Jeremy. I think we Mc-Nichols. waived him. We waived Jeremy him. Mc-Nichols, yeah. I can't think of another running back. Yeah, that we, we signed. Have. Uh, we signed another lineman. Interestingly enough, still side note: we've been signing some of the bigger. Uh, pass blocking types rather than the smaller run blocking types. I think with Purdy emerging, that's you know, been a big thing. Mm, yeah, kind of you're going to see more of a attack. Right, but yeah, offense. Christian McCaffrey officially is over uh, 2,000 yards uh, between rushing and receiving scrimmage yards. Yeah. So that's, uh, that, that's a pretty cool total. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. Uh, special season. Yeah, you can say um, – even more prolific and more uh, dominating than uh, the 2019 season. Oh, right? by, by far. Yeah, this is, yeah. you know, uh, 2019, you feel like a lot of, see, and I think that's where some of the hate or the, the doubt comes from for Purdy because you saw where 2019 clearly was a system quarterback, right? Where Kyle was able to look at Jimmy's strong suits, which was throwing over the middle. He had a quick release, and he was very good at reading pre-snap right the guy had his strengths you also got to give him give him his flowers right so he was able to develop uh you know tailor his scheme to that right to those strengths so you saw where he you know was able to win games not doing all that much right completing a few key passes opening the defense up and then the run game would take over this is a well machine and like what i've been pounding the table saying since you know we hired Kyle Shanahan, you know that that great offense he had in Atlanta. This is exactly it. This is it's finally here. I think I, I don't have it in front of me right now, unfortunately. But 
we we were something we scored i think one fewer touchdown and only had like 100 fewer yards of total offense yeah and, you know that 20. atlanta offense was i mean the only difference I'll, i will say you know matt ryan does have a stronger arm you know he he does admittedly push the ball down the field a little bit more again that's Kyle shanahan working with you know whatever he has right yeah and they had julio jones right so they had a uh, a bona fide. I love Ayuk. I love Debo, right? But you know their game is not what Julio Jones's game was at the time, right? But but like you said, man, this is this is special. Me being being a you know a fan from my absolute childhood years, you know, nineteen ninety eight always stuck out as the the gold standard. I've always said ninety eight on offense we had with Garrison Hurst running running crazy like you know all over the place. Steve Young had probably outside of '94 the best year of his career. Um, you know, I think it was something like 36 touchdowns. He set the record that year actually with 4,000, 4,100 yards, something like that. Of course, we had the the trio of Rice, Owens, and Stokes. So this offense, uh, yardage wise, I believe we're still a couple hundred yards behind. But man, I mean, with the way they throw the ball, the way they're able to you know attack, you know, any any kind of defense. You know, I, I know we've had. Couple of rough games, but hey, so did they back in '98. It happens. Nobody's perfect, right? Uh, interestingly enough, I think actually this is something you pointed out, Alex. This offense, just to kind of put a bow on all that, this is the first offense to have a quarterback with the uh, have. Or I should say the following stats: a quarterback with four thousand yards, two wide receivers with a with a thousand plus scrimmage yards, a tight end with a thousand plus receiving yards. And a running back with two thousand plus scrimmage yards. Yeah. So that that is just unreal. Yeah, for for Shanahan to um, have all these weapons and to keep them all happy, keep them all fed. Earlier, I mentioned the Ayuk, uh, the touchdowns for the receiving team. Uh, Ayuk with seven, Kittle with six, Debo with seven, Christian McCaffrey with seven. That's balance uh, for Kyle Shanahan to just mastermind this whole thing and keep everyone fed, everyone uh, happy, and no one, you know, there's no. This person had this many receiving. Like, I mean, everything's pretty consistent. I mean, you can't, yeah, you can't complain for the type of position you play. You're meeting your uh, your goals, yeah. or uh, you know, you're hitting Pro Bowls. I think most of these are Pro Bowl uh, alternates, right? Ayuk, yeah. I think, was snubbed, but he's an alternate. I know Kittle he's got an in, yeah. Debo's an alternate, Christian McCaffrey got in. So, yeah, I mean, you Purdy look at that Pro McCaffrey. Bowl roster, Purdy and McCaffrey led all voters, they were number one and number two in the entire there NFL. Go. There you go. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Twelve alternates and eight starters. That yeah. reminds me. I mean, you know, the the Harbaugh years, we always had a, a, a huge number of Pro Bowlers. Which let's hope that we're not even playing in that because if we're in the Super Bowl, of course we're ineligible to play. All right, so kind of going back now again a little bit to the, we talked about the number one seed and as far as what it means, you know, if you think back, like we talked about twenty nineteen, right? That's the only other time um, since ninety seven, right, that we've had the number one seed. And if you remember that year, we had to fight to the last, the one inch line in Seattle, that week 17 game against the Seahawks. Uh, had we lost that game, you know, Seattle then wins, uh, wins the division because the division was on the line. In, in either mm-hmm. case, it would have, it would have really thrown off our chances. Right. But instead of having two home games like we did against Minnesota and Green Bay, you know, it yeah. would have thrown a wrench in the plan. So, True. For us to be able to go completely stress-free into the last week where we don't have to essentially play a playoff game, right? That game in Seattle, it took a lot of energy out of that team. So this is huge. Again, 
cannot emphasize enough just how important and how critical it is that we were able to, you know, walk out of the previous week with number one seed clenched, wrapped up, and ready to go. Yep. So I know that Purdy is going to be sitting out this week. There's a few other players like uh, Christian McCaffrey and um, – I believe Trent. I'm not, I'm Trent. not 100% sure, but – I think I think actually Trent's playing. I think Trent's playing. Yeah, but, um, you know, there's a lot of talk that keeps coming up with uh, rustiness, right? You want to be fresh, yeah. but you don't want to be rusty. Rust, yeah. um, honestly, yeah. I think I think Purdy, I would I would like him to play a little bit, but, I mean, what more do we need yeah. to see from him, right? I know we're still looking for him to come back from behind, but if you're scoring touchdowns and you're winning and yeah. you don't have to come back Plus, from behind, why are we complaining? Plus, the Rams don't have anything to play for. They're clinched. They're wrapped up. Exactly. So. I think uh, is it Carson Wentz. They're resting Aaron Donald. They're resting all their guys. So, yeah. You know, so I think both teams are going to be basically be playing like a. And again, this is another reason why I'm not a huge fan. Goodell had this idea years ago, probably what 10, 12 years ago now, where the final week is all division games. It, it, to me, what? Uh, yeah, it sets up drama for what one or two divisions every year, but for every other division, you know this game becomes meaningless now versus if we played the Rams once in September, once in November, you know, both those games would have potentially meant something. Right. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, that's, I'm not a fan of Goodell and some of his ideas, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you said, man, I, I think the rest versus rust. I always mentioned Peyton Manning's Colts. All right. Cause they were, they were always 13 and three, 14 and two. You know, and then they would rest, right, from Christmas yeah. onward. And then yeah. guess what? They get hit in the mouth, right, right in the first playoff, playoff, playoffs, uh, playoff game. <laughs> so, but yeah, like you said, man, uh, that's that's you know pretty much what we're looking at the Rams. A little side note that I want to add in before we before we jump off. Uh, of course, not counting the NFC Championship game from 2021, we are currently on a nine-game win streak over the Rams, going back wow. to the 2019 season. So. This would make it ten in a row. I kind of want to keep it going. Uh, you know, we it was uh, <laughs> throughout the '90s. We famously had what was ended up being a 17 game win streak over the same old sorry ass Rams from 1990 to 1998. Yeah. It wasn't until Warner and Bruce and Falk and Holt tore us Holt. up in '99. Mm-hmm. So yeah. here you go. Uh, extending that to ten, and I'll tell you what. On on, on top of that, before I guess before I jump, uh, before I hand it back to you, Alex, uh, we'll, we'll get into matchups and who we might play. I do not want to play the Rams. So whoever they play in the wild card round, please beat the Rams. I do not want to see them yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about it next week. Um, yeah. I know there's a few slots. I know the Rams are in the playoffs, but seeding is important. Who plays who? Yeah. I'm not too scared of, of anyone in the NFC. I am still a little cautious with the Ravens just because of Lamar Jackson. I mean, if it was another quarterback, I wouldn't be too afraid. But Lamar Jackson is pretty, pretty amazing. Browns. I'm not scared of Joe Flacco on the Browns. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If it was a year where the Niners, weren't, if the Niners weren't you know, in this position where they are and, and it was just one of those down years, I would be rooting for Flacco. I'm rooting for Flacco to beat Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. It would be amazing for him oh, to beat be the awesome, Ravens. Dude, you think he wants, that's his Super Bowl. Yeah. Like that's his Super Bowl. He's gonna go all out. Yeah, man. Yep, yep. Cool. And whoever can knock out the Cowboys, I'd yep. love I'd love to see the Rams and Cowboys. I'm not sure if that's possible. 
It could right? be right yeah. now. Probably we'll not. We'll see how it. We'll see how we'll the see. season we'll uh, see. lines up. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right, man. We'll end it here. Not much to talk about. It's it's just a game that we're going to see Sam Darnold see if he can be you know uh, uh, give us a little comfort going into the yeah. playoffs. See some touchdowns from him. And Anything let's is hope, better than Josh Johnson. Fuck yeah. you, Josh Johnson. And let's hope Debo has a nice receiving uh, game so we can eclipse the thousand yards receiving. But other than go. that, uh, final thoughts, Sean. That's it for me, man. Let's go Niners. All right, go Niners. Thank you.